When buying or selling your home, call Leo Bato. He has years of experience in real estate, showing honesty and integrity in every transaction. He's a person you can definitely trust. So book your appointment with Leo Bato today by giving him a call at 818-648-4837 or by visiting him on the web at www.leobato.realtor. Rejuvenate your smile with Dr. Lourdes Kapalong's comprehensive range of dental solutions. Along with general dentistry, Dr. Kapalong specializes in cosmetic dentistry, including teeth whitening, bonding, dental veneers, and surgical crowns. Whether it's urgent care or preventive treatment, she'll take care of you and your smile. To schedule an appointment, call the clinic at area code 323 257 7582. This episode is brought to you by ABBA e Services. And the podcast will begin in 5, 4, 3, 2, 1. Ladies and gentlemen, big round of applause, Miss Lorraine Bautista. Thank you, thank you, thank you. I'm so glad to be here. I'm so excited. So good, so good to have you finally. Yes, right after tag. Playing, yeah, playing phone you know? tag here and there. By the way, shout out to Simon and to uh, Aaron. Yes, of, of Wish. Yes, big shout out to Simon and Aaron for sure. Um, yes, yeah, I wouldn't be here. <laughs> but but you know, um, you've been making the rounds. How yeah, how feels, yeah. how long have you been um, working on your music? Um, so on a more professional level, I would say the last two years, but music has always been, you know, a big part of my life. Um, uh, how old were you when you started, Lorraine? Eight, I want to say. That's my earliest memory of me um, being involved in music when I was in, I was eight. So at the time I was in fifth grade, I want to say. Um, and I was attending the school called Our Lady of Loretto here in LA. And uh, we had a school choir and that's when um, I started to participate in music. But we also had like karaoke around the house, you know, um, all, as all Filipino households do. Um, <laughs> what would you normally sing? Um, so actually, the first, the first, ep- the first moment I realized how beautiful singing was was when I watched Leona Lewis on American Idol. Mm. Um, I was really, really young at that time. Um, but when she first aired, I was just in awe of her vocals. And I like, I could still remember like the moment I was like sitting on my bunk bed, <laughs> just like watching her and watching the reruns of American but Idol. But you weren't eight or were you eight at the time? Um, I was probably around that age. Wow. Um, around then. But did, did you yeah. know you could sing or you just wanted to sing? I wanted to sing, yes. I felt like in me I can, um, but it wasn't until like later in the years where I wanted to take music a little bit more seriously. Okay, I'll, I'll stop you there, huh? Mm-hmm. Like, by all means. <laughs> when, you, when you said, um, in within yourself, you mm-hmm. you knew you could, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Can you explain that because that's that's very interesting, because mm-hmm. other people, mm-hmm. kids, mm-hmm. teens, young adults. Mm-hmm whether it's music or whatever, mm-hmm. they feel that they can. Yeah, right. But they never do. But they never do. And I was in that position. Okay, uh, when let's I go was, there. I want to I wanna yeah, tackle that. Yeah, okay. when I was younger, I, I never had like the confidence I knew I needed to be a singer when I was younger. I wasn't necessar- necessarily, you know, encouraged in the household or anything like that. Um, 
um also i'm just a very naturally reserved and shy person introvert uh, yeah i'm very introverted um but i can uh, you know it's balance but I, i would say i identify more as i'm very shy and so growing up it for me music was an outlet for me a creative outlet and um i look to music when for inspiration when i felt really really lonely and mm-hmm. even till this day like you know i wouldn't be who i am without music and i i find myself in music so when you so, started when you started um mm-hmm. singing what did what did mom and dad say um they didn't really say much <laughs> were they, they like you mentioned like they weren't really pushing you to sing no yeah and you know it was it was more so because the, you know they wanted me to take a more conventional path you know like um, a more stable job and you know finding security in a full-time job did you and things like that and yes i mean i'm currently working a full-time job ironic i mean in the showbiz industry mm-hmm. um but you know my mom always had hopes of me becoming a lawyer and you know studying in the in the legal field did you no i i thought that's what i wanted to do I not I did explore it and everything you know I graduated in sociology Oh um, pre law Yeah yeah exactly so um I thought that's the path I wanted to take because um I really wanted to make a social you know impact yeah. through through you know through policy and you know that stuff intrigued me however I knew in my heart I was an artist like I knew in my heart I know in my heart that art is where my where my desi- my desires are And so um, I just, you know, when I first told my parents, obviously I had opposition. <laughs> Most, mostly from mom, mostly from dad. Um, really from both. Really? How many siblings do you have? Um, so I have a total of three siblings. Are you the eldest? I'm the eldest girl. Yeah. And um, Eldest girl, meaning middle child or eldest eldest or what, what are you oh eldest girl so like okay. i'm in i'm a middle child so i have my yeah, brother see, his I, figured, see, i figured you know when you said <laughs> eldest girl i was like okay middle child Hell, yeah <laughs> <laughs> yeah and um but you know because me and my sisters are very close in age i was looked at as the oldest sister right um because me and my brother were 11 years apart so it's like Dang. a huge gap that's like that's like yeah. you know what like because i have a son mm-hmm. who um who is 12 years older than my twins Oh. So I consider my son an only child. As an only child, yeah. Yeah, that's how it is, right? right? That's how my brother was looked at as, uh-huh. yeah, as an only ch- and he had like he had a good 11 years before we, <laughs> <laughs> we came and we popped out. And so um So know, everyone, your sister and your like brother have conventional following. jobs. Um my older brother, yes. Okay. Yes. And uh I thought that's the footsteps I wanted to follow suit, um but When my parents moved to Georgia, it kind of gave me an opportunity to break out in my own and find my own individual individual individuality. Sorry, I can't talk. Um, and find my identity apart from you know. My Wait, siblings. when they moved to Georgia, did you move with them or did you stay here? No, I stayed here when they moved, and so ah, then. Yeah, did you so. make them move? <laughs> no. <laughs> no. I'm like. How to move my parents to Georgia so I could pursue a career in music? (laughs) Sociology 101. (laughs) Thesis palano. My thesis. No, yeah, my parents, they were, um, they won't, I mean, they had been thinking about moving to Georgia for Uh, a long time. And you have been encouraging them silently, no passive aggressive style. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, really, mom, dad? Oh. No, 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 no. Like, my parents, they want it. I mean, they, it's, you know, uh, lower cost of living there and my, they also had immediate family over there right. so um plus it gives you the freedom to do music right that yeah that yeah. too <laughs> yeah absolutely 
Put you on the spot. <laughs> you are. Um, okay. But so shout out to your parents, by the way. I um, love you, mom and dad. <laughs> I do. <laughs> okay, so they moved no. to Georgia. Mm-hmm. Were you? Did you have? Ha, had you graduated college when they moved to yes. Georgia? Yeah, okay. I had already graduated. Did they take your younger sister with them? Um, no, actually, me and my sisters we stayed here. Because um, uh-huh. my sister, um, you know, had a family, and so then. They, she figured it's best for her family to move to Georgia because it's so much cheaper. So then she followed suit, and then my okay. sister followed suit afterwards. Oh my god! So, so they left. So <laughs> yeah, and so then I mean I have my aunts here. Mm. Like I do have family here, so I'm not completely on my Alone, own. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. Um, and so that's helped a lot. All right. So mm-hmm. the situation presented itself like like they wanted you to go the conventional route. Right. 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 Yes. Mm-hmm. However. Circumstances actually said, no, 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 no. Mm-hmm. Let me hand it over to Lorraine. In other words, it it presented itself to you after mm-hmm. the fact that you gave your parents what they wanted. Yeah, I mean, it was my parents' decision to move. Mm-hmm. So, so in other words, yeah. it gave you an opportunity, yeah. right? Yeah, it did. So another crossroad in your life. Mm-hmm. Okay, <laughs> you deferred your your aspirations to give away to what your parents wanted mm-hmm. yes or no yes 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 and and i'm just making it obvious to every parent and every kid mm-hmm. watching mm-hmm. that it's okay yeah um you know because it's, it's not an easy path it's not you know art being an artist is not an easy path it's something that you have to want to do but and, following you know, your parents that's follow- not an easy path either it's not no yeah because you know every day it's a battle of you know whose life am, am i living you know let's talk about yes. that so yes during your mm-hmm. four years in college mm-hmm. you were asking that question consistently yeah. or there's there's that voice yeah right All the time, whispering yeah. going whose life are you living right yeah right mm-hmm. yeah. but you sucked it up And, uh, you know, I, I wanted to, obviously, every child wants to appease their parents, you know, and make them happy. And I felt that's what made my parents happy for me to be in school and, you know, not be distracted. And I was very focused and I did very well in school. Um, but I just knew that there was more to it than just going to school for me. And I felt like I felt like I needed to explore this creative endeavor of mine to really discover that and to embody it. You know, and so um, my parents till this day, I don't think they entirely understand, but they're, you know, they're trying their best to support. Um, but for me, it's just something that I feel I need to do. And so, you know, my parents still encourage me to go, you know, pursue a higher education, get a master's and everything. Um, but as of now, I feel art is what I want to focus on. Good for on you. My music. And um you know, they're not entirely impo- opposed, you know, but obviously as every parent's concern is, is how are you going to make a stable living right. off, of, off of what you love? You right. Know? And it's very much possible, I yeah. believe. You're in the States. You know, yeah. <laughs> Other people yeah. are not in the States and they're making a living out of the thing they want to do. Yeah, exactly. And, you know, America is the land of opportunity. Exactly. And so, you know, opportunity is where you find it and where you make it. That's Say it I've again so that people can... Opportunity is where you find it and where you make it. A hundred percent. Amen. Amen. Yeah. Okay, so now, mm-hmm. now you, you, you just 
let everything go. Now I'm doing me. Mm-hmm. How did it feel? Was it liberating? Yeah, it was very liberating. It was very liberating, you know, pursuing what I wanted to do. Um, but, you know, obviously I, I feel like there's still so much I need to learn. And um, I consider myself a student every day. I never in my, while, like, I never, like, th- I've reached a final destination. It's always, like, striving for more, you know, and accomplishing more. Um, and for me, my purpose is really just to make an impact, you know, and um, make somebody feel something through my through my art, you know. Um, and I think that's what that's what great art does, you know. Yes. Like, um, but for me, it's never. I've never felt like I've reached a des- destination. I'm always learning. I'm always striving. How old were you when you wrote your first song? Um, so I actually had it all. I helped to co-write. I didn't write it on my own. Um, that was about two two years ago when I first released that track. Um, but yeah, had it all as my baby because I recorded that, you know, in a studio and I was really excited. I was also super nervous, but I felt like that's where I needed to be. And um, yeah, and it just happened by chance that the person. Let's, the let's talk about that chance. I want to hear that. So Yeah. So the producer actually of the track, he um, he was looking for a singer at that time and it just happened that we met. And so then um, and so I heard the track and I was like, you know what, I, I want to work on this, you know, like, let's do it. And so. Um, I resonated with the lyrics, um, and it was originally supposed to be a pop ballad, a pop song, excuse me, played on the guitar. Um, but, you know, me being extra, I wanted to hear it on, on the piano, and when he played it, I was like, yeah. It, it, <laughs> See, so you really know what you want. Mm-hmm. Like, for me, it's like, I, if I like what I hear, and I feel something, I feel like it's, it's worth working on and creating, you know. Um, it's a whole process, it's a whole creative process behind behind the work so uh, so. okay after recording it and when you when you heard the final product Mm -hmm. what was going through your head um so i felt like you know me being a perfectionist i was like oh this could be changed this this that and this um but at the end i was like dang like who broke your heart lorraine like (laughs) who broke your heart (laughs) well for me it's it's it was kind of like a relationship, you know, situationship that I had like back then. But even then, like for me, I never took relationships seriously. I always focused on, you know, my, my, I always focused on my studies and what was important to me. Um, so relationships yeah. aren't important to you? Well, no, it's not. It's just, it's not a priority to me right now. Is it now. a priority now? Uh, right now? You know, it's something to consider. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> you know? <laughs> Because <laughs> people get lonely. Of you know? course, lonely. right? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Okay. Perfectionist. That's scary. You see that guy across the table? That's a perfectionist. Still single <laughs> up to now. <laughs> are, you, are you foretelling? <laughs> right? Yeah. Consider that your first warning. <laughs> You know, it's you know, being a perfectionist. It's, it's like a curse. It's, a, it's a curse. It's a double-edged sword. I'm telling you, like all the greatest, all the greatest vocalists I study and I love to listen to, they're all perfectionists. It's a curse. Know? Yeah, it's a curse. But because um, it's kind of like masked insecurity, you know, in a sense. And so that's what I felt. Um, but like that's something I'm working on now. Mm. Like trying to be, t- trying to, like own more of my artwork can you be you know? can you be a perfectionist and grateful at the same time 
That's hard. I think there's a balance. That's a nice question, though, no? <laughs> <laughs> Just talk about it, it right? Now. <laughs> can can perfectionists be grateful? Because I know we have we have we have topics for him and I. Mm-hmm. Going, dude. Just say thank you. Yeah, but, but, right. But but yeah, absolutely. But you guys probably have something to say, <laughs> something to say, instead of just saying. Oh, it's like it's <laughs> <laughs> that. I cannot. Yeah, like I, you know, I agree with you on that. I feel like that's that's the thing with being a perfectionist. Like you know, it's. It's it's really a double-edged sword, you know. It's because you you envision it one way, and it's like if it doesn't come out that way, yes. you feel like you're you're you feel like the, it's the, not the, enough, the day's or, done. Yeah, 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 the day's over. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And so, I think it's about finding that balance. Um, yeah. So like when it like so when it comes to when it comes to the creative process of Ooh. writing songs, that's come that's when I come to a, a, a like a crossroads and i'm like okay is this good enough is this good enough to release but what i've learned as an artist and as i as i learn from other people's experiences it's it's also important to just release stuff even though you feel like it's not at its 100 you know as long as you feel confident in it and you're you're satisfied with the results i feel like it's just a it's just part of the development yeah i have i have a perfect analogy yeah basketball players cannot Mm -hmm. be perfectionists you know why? Yeah. They're never gonna take the shot. A hundred percent. No, no, no. Hold on. <laughs> right, but it's like you have you. Sometimes you just have to do it. You just have to bite the. Oh, bullet. you think? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and you just and yeah, absolutely. Look at you talking to yourself. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, um, but you know, for when me, when you said the word perfection, is why oh, you caught me at first. <laughs> everything else is blah 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 blah. I want to talk uh, about that. It's interesting, you know, like yeah, that's something I still very much struggle with every day. Being it's a perfectionist, hard. It's, it's hard. Like, have you? Really, when was the last time you dated? Are you dating? Um, somewhat, but I'm not taking it seriously because right you're now. a perfectionist. Yes. <laughs> you're finding little flaws. Oh, oh, his elbows are dark. Oh, oh no, 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 no. <laughs> Well, it's, 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 I don't know how to explain it. Explain it's it. Like, this is your episode. <laughs> Wouldn't it be nice for you to watch this? And go, oh my and God, like, what did yeah. I just say? <laughs> well, you know, I, I don't know. Cause I feel like it gets, even in school, you know, I was a perfectionist. Like I always wanted straight A's. I always wanted to right. do well. I wanted yes. to excel. Like, yes. You know, um, so it translates. <laughs> like, By the way, I have, life. I have a son who's like that, huh? Really? Yeah, yeah straight so A's, full scholarship. Yeah. But but then I, I go, oh, baby. That's that's a, that's a, it's 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 gonna get miserable as you get older because <laughs> the world isn't perfect. It's true. That's the that's the truth. That's <laughs> absolutely truth. And um, you know, I I feel like when you're around people who want to excel, the pressure feels. Okay, so here's here's heavier. here's another question. Right. Think hard before you answer, huh? Yes. Are you the type of person mm-hmm. who loves winning or who hates losing? Think. Oh my gosh. You're putting me on the spot. This is your spot. 
Honestly, I would say again. Uh, you want me to repeat that question? Yeah. Are you the yeah. Are you the type who loves to win, mm-hmm. or are you the type who hates to lose? Those are two different. It's two different things. Yeah. yeah. This episode is brought to you by Leo Bato and Associates. Ang realtor na pato. Ah, that's hard. <clears throat> I would say I would hate to lose. Ah! You know, I would hate to lose, like, you know. Um, that's hard, yeah. Lorraine. I mean, you gotta... But that that comes with it. Like, you know, even even when you fail, you have to accept it. You know, if you want to if you want to exceed and do well in what you do, you have to accept failure, you know. Then, then th- those are... Th- that's losing face. Like, that's the... That's the... Those are the people who love to win. Yeah, like, they accept failure. Yeah, that's because that's part of winning. Yeah, absolutely. People who hate to lose, yeah, will do anything to win. Right. Yeah. They really don't love winning. They just yeah. hate to lose. They just hate to lose. <laughs> <laughs> and that's where it becomes very much an ego thing. I feel yes. like you know, because if you're like being an entrepreneur, it's about losing. Like it yeah. really is about losing. And but gaining the experience and gaining the experience and the knowledge. along, yeah, yeah, absolutely, yeah, and that's part of the territory, you know. And I feel like that's why people don't end up pursuing what they want to do because they're afraid of losing, they're afraid of failure, they're afraid of rejection. But really, that's just that's a part of the process. Right. And you know, like they say, diamonds grow under pressure. And, yes. You know, and when you lose, it makes you realize how much you want it more. Yes. You know? So if let's you, go. So let's go back to eight-year-old Lorraine. So she found it within herself that she could sing. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But she was kind of scared in the beginning because mm-hmm. there were outside forces not letting her do that. Mm-hmm. What compelled little Lorraine mm-hmm. to take the first step toward her passion? Um, I, th- I think just at the time, just not caring and just doing what i felt inside was oh. right you know and you know that not caring means not being perfect right right yeah <laughs> <laughs> right <laughs> yeah that's really what it's about yeah absolutely not caring not you know and that's why i'm saying like even till this day like i still struggle with that you, you know? have to remind yourself yeah now. i still have to remind myself and um you know it's it's a it's an everyday battle but i know it's very much possible you know and so um i wouldn't be here pursuing music if i didn't think i if if i didn't think i could you know or if i had any ability to you know um but i i believe in a higher power amen and i believe that um i was giving i was given a, a purpose you know and if i don't fulfill it I don't want to live with regrets. I don't know how I would be able to live right? with that. Yeah. I don't like know. Like you only have one to. life. Yeah. One life. I mean, if God gave you the talent, why aren't you going to use it? Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. And you know, the worst thing is to have it like taken away, you know? Um, yeah. Cause like we're getting on to story time. Cause just, what happened, yeah. Like, so what happened was that, um, in when I was 13, I had a thyroidectomy mm. and, um, so I had ha- a partial of my thyroid removed because Were I had you a tumor. hypo or hyper? I was hyper. Oh, wow. Okay. And so it ran in the family and it just happened that I was the sibling who got it. And so, um, you know, 
after that that was around actually 13 was around the age when i wanted to pursue music and i wanted to be a singer but i never had it in me at that time to like voice it out but i remember specifically when my brother like sat me down like asked me so what do you want to do when you grow up you know but like my parents my family didn't because i didn't showcase that part of me growing up um i didn't i didn't even know how my brother would react if i told him you know i wanted to be a singer you know um, Did you tell so, him though when he asked? No, I didn't oh, tell wow. him. Yeah, and that was around the time I had my thyroidectomy. Yeah. And after my thyroidectomy, I literally felt like, as a singer, my voice changed. Like I felt like I sounded so different, and I felt like different in a good way or a bad way. In a bad way. Like, oh man, that's how I felt like at that time. And so I was like, you know, um, I was so devastated, and I was really sad. And like I didn't, you know, I didn't tell my parents or anything like that. But it was always something that affected me, and I felt like. You know, maybe singing is just not for me. Like I, you know, I don't. So can we? Can we? Um, yeah. Can we thread on on a topic that's very important? Because mm-hmm. we're we're generations apart, okay? Mm-hmm. But you 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 said something that every parent listening and every kid watching or listening should take to heart. Mm-hmm. There are a lot of stuff that you withheld from your family mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. for fear of rejection or objection or whatever. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. How can we avoid that? You know, um, it's, it's, it's a really, it's a really, I have a seven year old daughter. I have a yeah. seven year old daughter and I'm trying to be as yeah. encouraging for her to her. be open to me. Right. But, yeah. but wouldn't it be nice? Like, I mean, in the future, you're gonna have you're gonna have kids. Mm-hmm. Would you want your kids to do what you did? Mm-hmm. No, I would want to be you know close with my child. Okay, and I so know. so let's uh, yeah. let's 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 talk about it because because yeah. I'm I'm about done with kids. You're you're just about getting there, <laughs> right? But, but what's the game plan? How mm-hmm. how should parents communicate with kids? I mean, what would have made you talk mm-hmm. when you were thirteen? Um. I think just taking the time to sit your child down and just try to understand your child instead of, you know, feeling like you want them to be a certain way. I feel like, you know, giving them the space to be creative and be themselves, you know. And, you know, it's I'm not saying anything bad about my parents. I love my parents or anything like that. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. But I understand your question. Yeah. And, um, you know, I I think every child is, they have their, obviously every child is different. They have their own personality. And I think it's just about... Um, being able to really take the time to understand your child, you know, because um, I was just a very naturally reserved child. And that's hard, know. right? Because yeah. yeah. me, I'm, I'm, I was a very talkative kid, mm-hmm. and I'm still talkative. Yeah. <laughs> but, Hence the podcast. I know, <laughs> but 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 my dad mm-hmm. was your con, your con, your conservative, typical conservative dad who grunted mm-hmm. and um. <laughs> to go to school, yeah. <laughs> and my mom was the liberal who actually, you know, was like, "Oh, right. oh you have a tattoo? Oh, that's nice. Not, oh, yeah. you want to pursue music? Okay." So I, I had that. I yeah. had that. Right? I love that. Yeah. But but that. then again, um, mm-hmm. I lost them at an early age. My mom first before my dad. So imagine oh, the wow. torture losing my mom, not having that <laughs> spokesperson and having <laughs> to stay with my dad for another year because he died a year later. Right. But I could, wow. I, 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 I'm, I'm trying to imagine mm-hmm. being in a household having two parents mm-hmm. 
who are on the same page but so much on a different page with their children right yeah right and it's funny because my parents are the same way they're like opposite in some ways you know and so um that was that was really hard i i felt like just because of our family dynamics and stuff but that's why i felt like you know speaking as a parent like yeah. you can't force your child to do anything you know like ultimately right. it's them like they have that say they know what they feel you know and so um to answer your question earlier i think just being able to allow your child your seven-year-old child to just be who they want to be without judgment and you know trying to make them conform a certain way or be who you want them to be um I think that's so important for their development. Cause nice, no? Especially, yeah, especially for early, that's a, such a, a, such a, like, a tender age. Yes. You know? So, I mean, I've learned, like, what I want to do with my children growing up, you know. Share. And I want to, yeah, and be, you know, be who, you know, allow them to feel comfortable enough to speak with me whenever they want to, you know. Believe and me, it, when my daughter, yeah. uh, just this school year, said, Daddy, yeah. mm. You know what the name of my crush is? Yeah. Mm. <laughs> right. <laughs> like, <laughs> she didn't even say, um, I have a crush on someone. She was like, do you want to know the name of my crush? I'm like, what the heck? But of course, I didn't say that, right? I had to go. <laughs> but that's so nice that your child is able to open up to you because i'm doing what, oh, yeah. what what you're thinking of doing with your future kids like oh, I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm, be, I'm, I'm encouraging my kids but it's hard <laughs> you know but it's it's a sh i feel like it's a process you know all children they have a shell at a certain age i feel like they break out of that you know and they right you know um but obviously comes you know it's so depending on their environment and all these things now, were you shy because of your environment? Like, had your parents been more encouraging? Would you have been more extrovertish? Honestly, I feel like I would have. Like, uh -huh. you know, um, as a child, I felt like I was very, like, I felt like there were times I was very loud, but also very times where I was just very reserved for some Loud reason. and then they'd say, Yeah. <laughs> Stop it. Like, yeah, like, <laughs> well, apparently, my parents did say I had, like, high energy when I was younger. Which is good. Yeah. Um, but put, the, I don't put your know, mic like, closer. Oh, sorry. But um, throughout, but I think it was like during um, my high school years where I just kind of became a lot more reserved. Were you bullied in high school? In high school? No, I was not bullied in high Were school. Were you bullying other it, kids in high school? No, no. Um, I went to an all-girls school. Were you so bullying other girls? In no. <laughs> <laughs> no, no. Um, yeah, it was just, I don't know. It was just a huge shift. From middle school to high school um and i don't know if it was my environment you know um but yeah i i felt i felt like i felt like i had to be a certain way you know um wait you had to be a certain way in front of your peers or in front of your parents or both um no i felt like both you know mm. i felt like both i felt like in high school was very much encouraged to you know get um you know get a full-time job and get right. a very stable job a lot of my friends were nurses in the medical field and yeah. stuff but i knew in my heart that's not what i wanted to do and so there was that pressure All right <laughs> very fun yeah, yeah. My <laughs> you're God. not a nurse oh you're not really filipino mm. well, college you're <laughs> yeah. going to mount saint yeah, mary's exactly. <laughs> you're going to that apu <laughs> 
right? Right, yeah, Very exactly. Typical, right? exactly. By the way, shout out to all the nurses. Yeah, so. yeah. So, and I give much respect to yes. all of them. Yes. All of them. I give them so much kudos because, you know, during this time. Um, but for me personally, I just felt like that's not where my heart was, you know. And so I, I feel like my heart was in art and, you know, creating art and, and any kind of art. I do visual art. I do obviously music, photography, filming and all these things. So, um, But music is definitely like a huge extension of who I am. And um mm. Perfect. And so, yeah, after that incident when I was 13, yeah. you know, it was it was very much a wake-up call for me later in my adulthood to, to realize that, you know... You only live once. You only live once. Yeah. You know. So, okay. Ma, see, I'm, 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 I'm in line with, with this whole sequence of event. When did you find the guts to actually sit your parents down? Mm-hmm. And tell them that I want... Um, and what was the process? Huh? Because other people, yeah. whatever it is they're coming out to, yeah, right, they have that internal conflict, yeah, and then they reveal. And right, yeah, and you know that's something I want to encourage for other artists too, if they really truly feel, believe in it, even though they're facing pressure from your your family, your you know, friends. your friends, yeah, like people who you thought were close mm. close with. Your friends it's are the just, first people who, who are gonna say, "Dude," or "Yeah, bruh." Right. Hell no. <laughs> <laughs> right. Especially when they're taking another path. Don't you know? do it, bro. Yeah. <laughs> you know, yeah. And um but you have you just have to believe in yourself, you know. So what was what was the what was the inner talent. conflict like? So um the, the well, actually the first time when I disclosed to my parents was we were it was actually just me and my mom. We were like she was driving. Sneaky. Oh, she was driving. Yeah, no. <laughs> No, and she's Did you step on the brakes? No. <laughs> you what? Yeah. Yeah, that was her reaction, though. She was like, music. She was like, music. And I was like, yeah. And, um, you know, she. it took her a while. And so, actually, we had a baby shower, my sister's baby shower. And, um, yeah, and so and she, she, my mom, she encouraged me to, you know, to sing in the baby wow, shower. And I think okay. Colors of the Wind. You know, uh-huh. for the first time, but I was really nervous because I was like, you know, my mom doesn't really know that I like to sing, you right. know, and like. If so you guys are timid. Yeah, I was like, really, yeah, and um, that's a, I'm very shy, and so. So you're putting out, you were you were actually really just putting up a front. About, I mean. I mean, think about it. Like, like if they were more encouraging, if they told uh, you, "Hey, can you sing at your sister's baby?" Sure. Yeah. Right. But because, yeah. but because he didn't want I to reveal. Really, I was really afraid of criticism. Yes. And feeling like, yes. you know, because at that time, I think I was like 20, mm. and, you know, and so I was like, okay, I have to do very well, like to impress my mom. Because you're a perfectionist. Because I'm a perfectionist or whatever. Yeah. And, um, you know, I was, you know, I felt like I had something to prove, you yeah. know, so I had a lot, I felt a lot of pressure, but, you know, I still went up there and, um, and. You, you killed know, it. Yeah, and well, my it's funny because my um, my aunt uh, my aunt sings too. My so it, like it runs in the family, you know. Uh-huh. And so after that, my aunt went up and sang and everything. And um, I mean, I don't really remember exactly. I just remember feeling like okay, like I just want to do better, you know. I just want to I I just want to keep going. Like that's what I remember how I felt. But at that but time. with with that kind of feeling, mm-hmm. aren't you tired that you don't pause to appreciate what you just did? Again, it's hard because you're critical of yourself, That's right? That's true, yeah. yeah. But looking back in the hindsight, right, the, the many things that you've done, mm-hmm. isn't it nice to just stop for a while? Yeah. 
And yeah, and absolutely. Then, and smell the flowers yeah, and be look, grateful. Yeah, and, back and, go. <sighs> yeah. <laughs> and absorb the moment, you know, because I'm so grateful for where I am now today. You know, I feel and like yeah. I've, been, I've been blessed in so many ways. And I know it's, for me, it's just the beginning, you know. Um, and every day, for me, my, my relationship with God is most important, first and foremost, you know. And I, I want to be able to reflect that in my music and, you know, allow people to feel that in the mm. music. So that's the biggest thing for me. Um, and so um, that's why, like, being in the L.A. scene, it's so iffy for me because a lot of the music I don't know if I resonate with. And it's like, I feel like you have to be a certain way to, to hit mainstream, you know. But or I don't want... Go ahead. Uh, I, have, I have an idea, but go ahead. I want to hear the rest. Oh, yes. Um, you, you were yeah, saying mainstream. You're, mainstream. you're not sure if you can hit mainstream. Yes, with like the kind of music that's out right now, you know. And so that's why I'm kind of at that crossroads of finding who I am um, as an independent artist, um, but also s like satisfying. Um, but, but also like, you know, obviously being able to make money off of what I do, you know, and make a sustainable living off of what I do. Um, but it's just, I know that like the things that I see in the industry right now, it's kind of makes me reconsider right. a lot of things. Yeah. You know how many people have said, how many people have come to me, JJ and Michael, and actually said, mm -hmm. dude, your, your, your videos are too long. You should shorten it and you're going you're gonna to get more subscribers, Never. more whatever. Right. And we just smile. <laughs> we smile. We don't, we don't listen to what they say yeah. because this is the goal right now. And, and this is in line with finding your identity. Mm -hmm. the, the goal when we started this mm -hmm. is this, to give you mm -hmm. a platform mm -hmm. where, you can, where you and I can actually just go detail to mm -hmm. detail with mm -hmm. what, what went on in the past and mm -hmm. what's going on in the future mm -hmm. so that people can pick and choose what they want to pick and choose with regard right. to your story. Right. Can you imagine if we condensed that into 15 minutes? I know. It wouldn't be the same. Right. Yeah. There's no context. No, there, yeah, exactly. And <clears throat> you're missing like the meat, yeah. <laughs> you know, of the, of the pod. Yeah. Of the episode. Yeah. And, and then like, like saving grace, caveat, silver lining is reading the comments and people going, Oh my God, that, that, Two hours just went by Too so fast or whatever right or it went by fast yeah, yeah. no i mean but, but that's the thing like when you're when you're watching something it's like you take what resonates with you you know but every the details matter the context as you say matter um so i would say you know do do whatever you feel is right for yourself See, you know i just got yeah. you to i just got you to preach to yourself yeah. <laughs> because absolutely because i'll go back to when you said mainstream my thing is with you, mm -hmm. mainstream will find you. Mm -hmm. yeah, you, don't, you don't need to, mm -hmm. to go knocking on mainstream's door. That's true. Yeah. In the age of social media and the internet, mm -hmm. you ha the, your fans are just waiting for you. They just don't know you yet, mm -hmm. but they're waiting for you. Amen. <laughs> Does that Amen. make sense? Amen, yeah, absolutely. And, you know, like for me it's again it's like it's part of the development yes you know? and so i know where i am and i know where i want to be um and i think it's just about combing through those combing through yeah. those kinks and really just don't know, comb too much thing. huh yeah <laughs> again right okay i hope this re this conversation resonates yeah oh shoot Paco's gonna 
call me a perfectionist again, rolling his eyes. And I, no. I hope it becomes a mnemonic device that every mm, I want it to be. Per- oh my God, I can picture Paco's face. Like, oh, geez. Perfectionist. Uh-huh. <laughs> right. No, yeah, I, I appreciate this advice, you know. And um, sometimes it's the hardest thing to hear that you need to. It's the, th- the hardest thing that you need to hear. Because you need to move on, Lorraine. Like, you need yeah. to do it. And then yeah. let it go. Like, think of that. You can't be a basketball player with that kind of attitude. Right. Yeah, absolutely. Shoot, shoot or shoot. Period. Right? Shoot or shoot. Yeah. And so every day, you know, I, I, I embody that. I try to embody that, you know. Mm. And so. This episode is brought to you by Dr. Lourdes Capolong. That's why it's like I want to get to a place of like, I want to be able to inspire other people to know that like, you know, I've been there. You know, I've been in a period time when I felt so scared paralyzed to do anything you know but you just have to keep believing in yourself and just doing what you feel is right yes in your heart you, you know, know what i'm gonna i'm gonna on that note i'm gonna shout out to my son mm-hmm. he he did a self-experiment he mm-hmm. challenged himself mm-hmm. one song a week mm. one song a week for one year wow 52 That's songs good for him yeah 52 Two songs, songs. Wow. um written yeah produced mixed yeah. released mm-hmm. i go what you learn after one year ah, i learned that i'm not able i'm not going to be able to write a hit song <laughs> in spite <laughs> of the fact that i released 52 songs okay what else well, did you learn see but that's the thing like is there ever a destination you know what i'm saying like you when you quit that's when you know when you decide you can't do it anymore that's the day yeah but this is what he learned he learned that he could write 52 songs and half of those songs were appreciated by over a thousand people that's amazing see that's the beauty in it when he wow that's quite a story even though he felt like he felt like he couldn't write a song Mm. yeah and that that's the beauty of it that's why you, you just gotta keep going so now he walks and he looks at me and, and actually because because we've written a lot of songs but yeah. but then again his bragging rights uh, will would always be well dad can you write a song a week mm-hmm. produce it mm-hmm. record it release it mm-hmm. have you ever and done it, it? <laughs> and he asks you that. and i just look at him going uh-uh. <laughs> <laughs> And he's, he's like, like talk, I got you. <laughs> talk to me when you've done what I did, right. which is which is true, though, that's right? That's valid, though. Yeah, absolutely. That's so, valid. So, so I'm sharing that with you because mm-hmm. because there's this energy that that you have that's so positive. Mm-hmm. Thank you. I, I just want to remind you when you're watching this, Lorraine. Okay, <laughs> don't trip over yourself. Yeah, I love how you mentioned that. You know, I think it was Mary J. Blige. I watched a video of her and she was like, you have to get out of your own way. <laughs> right? You have to get out of your own way. See? You know, when you have so much potential, you know, you have to get out of your own way. And, you know, for me, like, that's why it's it's such, it's a, that's a struggle, but there's so much beauty in the struggle. You know, mm. for me, it's like, how do you know, you know, you don't really know victory unless you've been through the blood, the sweat, the tears, and feeling like there's no way out, you know? Yeah. But once you do get out, it's like, you know, it's possible. Like, it's very much possible. Yep. 
the know? struggle is real. The struggle is real, yes. For, for, they don't see struggling artists for, for nothing. <laughs> um, open mics. Yeah. Yes. That's something you do. Yes. Why? Um, um, for the experience, to get a vibe of what, what the, the audience has to hear. Yeah. For someone who's a perfectionist, mm -hmm. who actually kind of shun, uh, kind of not shun, but who, who probably would rather avoid criticism, you're actually in a place where where you're not gonna get paid for. Nope. There are trolls in the audience. <laughs> you yes. bloodbath. Yes. <laughs> Basically, yes. Um, it is. You're putting yourself out there yes. in front of strangers. Really out there. You know, and when you're like on the stage, you really do feel a sense like you feel naked, really, because you're putting of yourself out there. And um, especially with the kind of songs I sing and the kind of environments I am. Um, it's a risky thing to do, but I know it's worth it, and I wouldn't exchange it for the world because I, I felt like. Put your mic closer. Yeah. That's what you know where I needed to be, right. and you know, singing the song that I needed in, in the way I need to sing it, and so, um, for me, I would I wouldn't change it. Like I, we were in a, it was like a like a, it's like a club setting, um, and um, I sang had it all <laughs> like a club setting, like a breakup song in a club setting, but. You know, and it's my, it, it, that song is my baby. So it's like, you know, it's a part of me. So, I, you know, I went up there and I did my thing. And, you know, I think that the audience enjoyed it. Um, but I think that's a part of being an artist, just being vulnerable in that yes. way, you know, and accepting that as is. Um, I like it. I like it when you said being vulnerable because you really have to reveal mm -hmm. parts of you mm -hmm. or else it's not authentic. Yeah, right. Exactly. And. You know, where's the art in that, you mm. know, if you're not being vulnerable? Yeah. Um, because people want to feel something, you know? Yep. And um, so that's what I would say, you know, for any aspiring artist, like always, always be, I know it sounds so cliche, but always be authentic to yourself um, and do what you feel is right in your, in, in your intuition, your gut, you know, because no one else knows that but you. Agree or disagree? It's easier said than done. Agree. Yeah, it right? is uh, definitely easier. It's easier said than done. People yeah, think it's a cliche, but it's a it's a it's a tenacious reminder mm -hmm. because not a lot of people mm -hmm. will get it the first time. Mm -hmm. Right? Yeah. Right. Every time, you, every time you, we say, you keep doing it. Yeah. Every time we say, we have you have to be authentic. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> right. And then you see them with all this hypocritical actions or right. reactions and yeah exactly canned and, statements mm -hmm. absolutely and that's why you, you have to like remind yourself why you're doing it in the first place you know um so for me like i always be sure to you know catch what i'm saying before i say anything because i don't want to come off hypocritical mm. um and you know i'm always i'm always learning along the process too um you know, iron sharpens iron. Yeah. So I always, I always be sure to surround myself with other people who um, inspire me. Yes. You know, with other artists, I'm always, I'm always listening to new music. Always studying. You know, the greats of people who I love, I adore. Um, do you read um, biographies of art artists? I do. Yeah. Nice, no? Yeah. It, it's so inspiring. Yeah, because you you read their struggles. It's amazing. And then you see it like, oh my God, they went through the same stuff I'm going through. Yeah. Exactly, and it get, it shines ho it shines light, you yes. know. Like the, the, there's light at the end of the tunnel, you know. And um, the struggle it's it's always worth it when you believe in something. The struggle it's all worth it, right? 
you know um the last biography i read was actually mariah carey's biography and it gave me so much so much hope to learn where she came from you know what she had to go through um but it, it's all a process and to each their own you know no one's path isn't the same you know it's not the it's same not the same not at all it wouldn't be you, your story you, thank <laughs> you very much for saying that it, it wouldn't yeah and i think you know sometimes in the chaos of everything we tend to forget that um i know sometimes i do you know but at the end of the day regardless of what anybody says like i always i always go by my gut feeling my intuition obviously you know i always you know consult god first of course <laughs> and i always you know make do my prayers um but it's it, it's important that you do what you feel your heart tells you to do yes your conviction your um your discernment mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. are you more in tune with it now as opposed to when you were a kid yeah i felt like because I, you've yeah. you've discerned you've discerned stuff even as an eight-year-old mm -hmm. mm -hmm. it's just I that did. when you were eight you never acted upon yeah. what you thought right. you needed to do what you right. knew you needed to do what i knew it needed to do yeah absolutely it's developed definitely over the years i think it took a lot of certain like situations to arise for me to break out of that um kind of mentality and stuff um but I, i'm in a much better place now than i was you know back way when yeah know? yeah um, and you know, I thank God for that, Amen. you know, um, for him, I really wouldn't be where I am today without him. And so, um, that's what I always want to remind people, you know, who are going through similar, similar struggles, just surrender. Yeah, absolutely. Right? Amen. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And I mean, when it's just you in your room or your, your closet or wherever you want to be and just turn off the lights. You know, just between you and him. Mm, surrender. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. When, when, when did, when did um, God meet you? Um, I and felt where? like, honestly, I always felt like God was in my life. Like right. I always felt like He was always in my life. It was just a matter of me um, listening. When, so when did that and, happen? And um, so I would say, probably about, um, probably about like a year ago was when I really felt an encounter with God and um and it you know shifted something in me to just keep going what you know? what brought about that encounter um this was when I was attending I'm still attending the church um but I that's when I started attending Christian church yeah. and then you know we went to a summit and you know um I had experienced things there I hadn't hadn't experienced like a retreat else. summit yeah, in the like mountain yeah of yeah. Uh, near Yosemite yeah <laughs> <laughs> yeah and um it was definitely i had never experienced that before um but it's it was, nice no? before to go that, on encounters it's, yeah. it's nice it's very it's like a reset button yeah because before that i was going through very much a dry season mm -hmm. of like you know which direction i wanted to take you know but after that time i realized that i just i just had to keep going and you know even through the storm like i just had to keep persevering and so um that's why i'm here today and oh so people who feel but you were never you never felt empty you just felt dry yeah i felt dry i there was a time where i did feel empty too ah. you know that came with it too yeah and so what made you go up to the mountains um i i just wanted to be closer to god i mean like, did you seek it like you know you know sign me up was it something <laughs> like that no it was like so did my someone retreat, 
Yeah, like, because, you know, uh, uh, there's a group of us. Yeah. And so we were all going, we were all encouraging each other to go. Yeah. And so, um, honestly, at first I was very hesitant to go. Um, but then it was my aunt that was like, you know, she was like, you should go. And I was like, okay. And so I went and that's when I really, f- and I had a, I had experienced things there that I was like, I was meant to be here, you know. <laughs> <laughs> I was meant to be there. I just had to, you know, get out of my own way and just do it. Again? Again, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, you know, and so even, you know, that's why it's still, it's still a process for me to just, to just surrender, yeah. you know, every time, you know. And so um, when I was up there, um, I just, I wasn't the same after that. You know, I, it shifted something in me. I still struggled um, every day, but it's, it's permanently like shifted something. So in other words, conviction, yeah. right? Now yeah. there's this personal conviction. Yeah. yeah. That's why you're not going to compromise. Now, okay, now it's making sense, which is why you're not going to compromise mm-hmm. what you want to do mm-hmm. to what the world wants you to do. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Did I get it? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Even as we sit, I feel the conviction as you speak, you know? Yeah. And like it's 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 amazing when when you go through a struggle and you you know end up on the other side and you look back and you know and it just inspires you it's like okay i've gone this yep. x amount and it's like i can just keep going you know um and so when i every time i you know when i check in with god and i strengthen my relationship with god it always renews a sense of faith and hope in me mm-hmm. and like giving me like reminding me that yeah i have a purpose you know i have a purpose to fulfill in this life and um, yeah, I'm just su- I'm always I'm always grateful for where I am because things can always be worse. Like, so what if God calls you to do something else? If God calls me to do something else, if it's in His will, you know, and of course, has, absolutely, yeah. then I would have to redirect and I would have to readjust. Look at that. You know? yeah, that's yeah, like it, I would have to give up my my desires and everything to do what He would want me to do. Right. You know? And it's not easy. You know? Oh Sometimes, hell no. no Hell no, it's not easy, you know, when you feel like when you feel like you need to take another path. I'm yeah. laughing, you know, I'm laughing because there have been a lot of times uh-huh. where I felt God telling me to do something and I was like, Are you kidding me? <laughs> right. <laughs> not now. Right. <laughs> and then everything everything right. just falls apart. Yeah, exactly. And then, you know, and then God has to remind you again, you know, until you until you get it right. You yeah. Know? Yeah. <laughs> Like this, this, this whole Papa's Place thing, I believe, is uh, more of like a gift because of humility, no? Because of yeah. um, not trying to to push my way. Yeah, absolutely. You know, and, then, and then, but we've always wanted this, right. and now it's here. Yeah. And oh my God, talk about ego! It's it's called Papa's Place, but you know what? No one's ever interviewed me. <laughs> You know that feeling, like you know that that thing where where my conversation with God is, yeah, I'll give you what you want, but it's not gonna be about you. Yeah, it's yeah. going to be about your guests. <laughs> and I've heard all the guests go, "Oh my God, those! That, oh my God, what an experience! What an experience!" And every time you and other guests leave, it's me going, "When am I gonna have that experience?" <laughs> You don't have it with your guests. I feel like you do gain some insight with the artists. I do, you know, but about but their but you know, trivial. Mm-hmm. I don't know. No one's ever interviewed me. 
Oh my gosh, we need a day to interview interview Paco. Isn't that isn't that weird? Like, yeah. like the what? I guess that, I don't even know we this. Need to set a date. <laughs> oh my god, there's this there's this person. Her huh. name is um, Noreen Noreen Lani. She's been mm-hmm. on the program. She's mm-hmm. an she's a host, a singer, and an actress. Mm-hmm. And didn't we go on her show? She went to Paco's place and uh-huh. we spent two hours talking about her life. Uh-huh. And then I guess that on her show, and all I got was five minutes, make oh, commercial no. break pa. <laughs> <laughs> Shout out, oh, Noreen. No. Noreen's watching this. Like. Oh, yeah. <laughs> but, but I'm like, but, but, but. Five minutes. Oh, my God. It's God talking to me, telling me that's your humility, Bubba. <laughs> Not about you. Move. Yeah, absolutely. You know, right? And it keeps you grounded. It keeps me grounded. <laughs> keeps you grounded, yeah. Right. Taught me to listen also. Because mm. mm. so, sometimes, you know, the ego could get in the way. Yeah. You know, especially, you know, it's it's the flesh. Like, mm. you know, when, when you when you always want things to go your way. Yes. You would you would bypass whatever. You know, God, yes. yeah, whatever. Like, I know better than yes. you, you know? And that's... That was me back. So, yeah. yeah. But I mean, everyone goes through that, you know? But you have... Like you say, it, it's about surrendering. Amen. Yeah. So what's the future like? Whatever God... Is, you know, God willing, you know? Uh, my dreams, you know, really is is to showcase my art, you know? It's an extension of myself and be able to speak and you know, make a positive impact for those who have gone through struggle, feeling like, feeling like they were going through a very lonely path, you know, and it doesn't need to be that way, you know, Um, and uh, that's what I want to be able to accomplish through my work. Um, I don't know exactly how I'm going to do that, but I know some, I know that my art is part of my story, you know. Let's talk about your perseverance, because that's where humility comes in there. That's your cross. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it is. And the difference between you and Christ is that as Christ was carrying his cross, mm-hmm. he knew where Calvary was. Mm-hmm. And as far as it was, he knew the distance to Calvary. Mm-hmm. You don't know the distance no. to your no. destination. No, and it takes a lot of humility. It takes a lot of humility and, um, like I said, being vulnerable, you know, um, to... to persevere through that kind of journey you know because it's so easy to just throw in the towel and call it quits right you know it's harder to commit you know um but but i know that god put me here for a reason and you know it like the story about moses you know Mm. like they didn't know when they were going to be fed you know but they just kept going right it's the hunger so yeah like absolutely i i I can't say exactly how, you know, my future is going to turn out, but um, I would like to say I see nonprofit in my future. I've, like, even in, in high school, my dream was to open up a nonprofit, and I currently work for a nonprofit. That's where my full-time job is, so I'm learning a lot about, like, operations and yeah. logistics of things, um, and so... I know for sure I want to incorporate, you know, that's going to be in my future. 501c3, baby, all the way. <laughs> all the way, but, yeah. But, you know, but but it's nice to give back. Mm-hmm. Because other people say, oh, yeah, when I have, I'll give back. No. Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. Like, it starts now. You yeah. Know? You know, and, the, you know, they say that, like, they say that when I have it, I'll give it, but it's the other way around. Give know? it you now. Know, give it now, yeah. And then, 
Because you'll have it. And that's and where faith comes in. Yeah, yeah, yes. yeah, exactly. And that's where faith comes in. Amen. Tiba. Oh my God. <laughs> Amen. You know, um, but sometimes, you know, like you said, it's the ego and the fear yeah. that can hold you back, especially when it's so normalized in society. But, you know, you have to be, you have to be brave and put your faith and take that leap of faith in God and trust that he will provide for you, you know, through the storm. When, when, you, when you come across people who don't share your conviction, do you argue? No. Do you? I don't argue. I, I'm just more like, okay, you have your thoughts, I have mine, you know, and I just kind of leave it at that. But I, I don't try to, unless they try to, you know, put up front, then I will convince them if I feel like they're coming at me at a certain way, you know. Ah. But at the end of the day, like, I know what I believe in. And um, I just, I, I, trust in, I trust in the Lord and to take care of that for me, you know, I don't. I, I don't like getting involved in drama and all these right. necessary things. Yeah, I'm I'm very to my I'm very to myself. I feel like I'm very independent in that sense. <laughs> what if? But I just I have a lot of faith. This episode is brought to you by Leo Bato and Associates, ang realtor na pato. When okay, that's that's good to know. What if? And this is just a hypothetical. Okay. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. What if? Your calling is ministry. If it's ministry, then I will have to readjust, and I wouldn't be surprised either. <laughs> you know. Why haven't you gone into praise and worship? I I am. I I'm do I'm doing uh numbers at church. Right. Um, and I'm part of a church. I attend the church right now. I'm currently seeking more through other okay, um, good. through other pastors, and you know um. And hardening, strengthening my faith in God, deepening my relationship with God. Um, the, the actually the church that I'm in currently, um, shout out to JIL. They okay. are um, actually it's a Filipino church. You know, JIL, so, yeah, yeah. And so um, for me, it was it's really difficult for me to understand because it's all Tagalog, and I'm like, Tita, I need you to translate for <laughs> me. <laughs> um, but you know, that's also where I learned my Tagalog as well. But um, so that's why I'm seeking other churches to learn more about God. But um, JL for me is where it started. It's a big church. It is a big yeah. church. Yeah, it is a big church. And um, I'm so grateful for everything I've experienced there and I'm continuing to experience. Um, but I always felt like there's always something more. There's more to it, you know, than what I, than I'm feeling right now. So that's why it's, I'm always seeking, seeking answers, <laughs> you know, and just trying to utilize what my abilities in in spreading the good news I, the, yeah my faith in god um as i develop you know you know it's, <laughs> what's nurse. so impressive mm-hmm. about you is you're actually walking the talk here you are having your own struggles as an artist and yet instead of putting your music first you're championing his word first That's, that's what you're impressing upon me by the way huh mm-hmm. and uh, and i'm glad like it's you know it's so like you said it's so much easier said than done you know but when people see the struggle it inspires them you know yeah. and so um yeah like like i said it's not it's not easy <laughs> do you cry when you're by yourself <laughs> i have my moments <laughs> what makes you cry you know just knowing that oh my god you're gonna start me <laughs> just knowing that there's a purpose for me you know and um 
just knowing like there's more to life than what I'm experiencing now and you know and you know you know it's like I said temptation it's everywhere distractions it's everywhere you know but if if you surrender to God and you know oh my god I was not expecting that <laughs> no yeah when you surrender to God like it's um you're making me cry <laughs> it's it's a different it's a whole another life you know yeah, amen Jake you need the the tissue yeah (laughs) the kleenex um so yeah that's why like every day i'm so because you know before all this like i felt like i did a 180 like i feel very like different from when i was when as a child right thank you and um so i just know that after that experience like i felt very like seen like god is with me like Like, and and calmness yeah and peace and knowing that everything everything's gonna be okay you know and um and imagine god is good all the time time. you're really not independent because you have him in your in your heart that's right yeah absolutely even when i felt like i was he was with me all along you know and um um, are your parents I, walking the same path as you? Um, currently, no, not so much. They know I'm involved in the church, but they don't know it like in depth or anything. They like do that. now. Well, yeah. <laughs> Hi, mom and dad. <laughs> yeah, and uh, my but my aunt is very. I my aunt is very um, involved with. Like she she's she knows what I'm going through right now, but she always encourages me and Amen. and tells me that like you know God has a plan for me, and because um, he does. Are you happy? Yeah, I'm happy. I'm happy that you know. Speak I found, closer to your mic. Yeah, yeah. I'm I'm happy that you know God is in my life. Absolutely. Um, but you know, I think it's just you know, like you said, the perfectionist side of me just always wanting like, you know, you know, the ego and whatnot. Um, I feeling feeling like you know I need to be somewhere I, like, you know, like feeling like I have to meet a certain standard to feel validated or whatever, you know, but. I know that like you know the spirit is in me mm. you know and um i just have to keep trusting the process yeah because you know what there's yeah. there's something perfect in your life already which is god's love mm-hmm. absolutely nothing more is going to be perfect absolutely yeah really that's god's love is really all you need yeah you know to feel like nothing nothing amounts to that nothing else in this world amounts to that you know to the millennial who is probably all alone right now holding his or her phone watching your episode feeling empty mm-hmm. feeling rejected thinking he or she has no purpose mm-hmm. what's your advice just to keep trusting god and just to keep keep the faith you know um you you also have to meet him halfway and you have to do the work too you know, and you have to um, be sensitive to the spirit and listen to when he's speaking to you. You know, when you're about to make a certain decision, um, when you know you're going down the wrong path. Um, you just have to look out for his voice, um, you know, and obviously that's always easier said than done. Yeah. But um, you have you have to surrender. Yeah, You have to surrender and and you know and say your prayers and always keep him keep him in mind you know when you when you do something because you'll when you know it's wrong you'll feel it yeah you know you'll feel it when it's wrong 
Um, and God, God has a plan for you. God, God has a plan for you, and He'll with nothing's impossible without Him. You know. Um. And so, yeah, I, I, you know, there's always, there's always, there's going to be light at the end of the tunnel. Mm. There's going to be light at the end of the tunnel. You just have to keep going. That's what I would say. As long as you believe it in your soul and you feel it, you know. Conviction, yeah. Yeah, yeah. And don't listen to, don't listen to, you know, those who doubt you, who, reject you who make you feel like you don't belong because you do you know god god has a place for you amen god has a place for you so that's what i would say you know but everyone's everyone's journey is different so you don't don't compare your journey to anybody else's because you're you (laughs) and you got your own story are you you yeah i mean ladies and gentlemen miss lorraine bautista all the time we'll post links in the description please don't forget to follow Lorraine support her support her journey also don't forget to like subscribe and comment down below thank you for joining us